bi-weekly always geeky podcast about all things nerd my name is Inla, and with me i have my magically gifted friend Ovar. hello and my older edition the nerdiest of nords Oyan. yo and this podcast is a product of nords and nerds a media group where we stream Dungeons and Dragons on Mondays, Magic the Gathering on Tuesdays, and release an episode of Talk About Nerds and Game Night every other week. You can find everything we do on YouTube, Twitch, and Spotify at Nords and Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Victory Point, your local hobby store in Brynä, Norway. Victory Point has a large gaming area where the communities and in-store play are the number one priority. If you're looking for a new Warhammer army, or if you're interested in buying the games we t- we're talking about, check out victorypoint.no, currently only ship- ships to addresses in Norway. Victory Point, the starting point of your victories. Okay, guys, we're back again after a a little break. A small break. Small break. I had a wedding to attend, and then I had a house. What? You got married? Yes. No, wait, no. <laughs> yes, no, wait, no, 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 yes, no, no. yes, no, no, no. Oh, the missus uh, got married mm-hmm. in Drammen. And then I moved into my new house <gasps> last oh week. Oh, God. And I'm still tired from that mm. ordeal. You will be for a long time because yep. you haven't unboxed everything. <laughs> no. I just uh, had another trip to Ikea two days ago and had to go back yesterday to pick up more of the stuff that we bought because we couldn't <laughs> get everything in one hole. <laughs> And right now my garage is just filled with boxes. Boxes. There's a couch, there are bar stools, there's a wall charger for my car that's still unpacked. I have a mm-hmm. robot like vacuum cleaner sitting in my garage unopened. I have Why? a microwave oven because I have four cats. Yes, but you also have central vacuum. Yeah, but that, then I need to do it. Yeah. But the important part of that sentence is you have a garage. Yes. I have a garage. <laughs> yes, I do. You have a garage it's that is big. yours. Yeah, and it's pretty big. Not yeah. a shared one. Yeah. I have a collector, well, uh, what's it called? Communal garage and a private uh, shed Yeah, in the garage. It's the same thing I had at my previous place. Yeah. It's so much better. With a, your <laughs> own so garage? Fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because if you want to like send something down you can just do that because the neighbors can't complain yeah right <laughs> or i can do it like outside my garage on yeah my, you know in your driveway drive on my property yeah. on your property <laughs> i actually found out that the garage takes in a little bit of water when it rains a lot then what happens a little bit of water seeps into the garage it gets that's poorly made then hmm? yeah that's poorly made so I realized, uh, oh shit, I own this stuff now. So I can actually remove some of the bricks. I can put in a, uh, what's it called? Drain. Yeah. drain for all the water. And, and then a, a waterway. grid above it. Yep. That's, you can that's do the all the things yeah. you want. Yeah. It's so amazing. You can fix it. Mm-hmm. And I have an elevator for my tires. Yeah, that. <laughs> that's cool. Laziness. <laughs> that's Laziness. Cool. <laughs> we- yep. Weak boy wipes. Yeah. No. So I haven't really been doing that much the last few weeks in, mm. in, in, terms, of, in, in terms of nerdy stuff. I mm. have seen most of She-Hulk so far. Same. Same. Which is good. quite good. I, haven't I seen, recommend it. I've only actually seen episode one and two, I believe. I've Where seen I'm, three episodes, yeah. I believe. I've Around seen three four. Yeah, four? The, yeah. the fourth one came out today, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> haven't had time yet. We, we work daytime. Haven't had the opportunity. 
So that's what I'm going to do tonight. Yes, same. Three and four. But uh, I have, for my part, I have watched Shielk as well. And I have also gotten to start on season three of The Boys. It's also time. excellent. Yeah. Oh, season three, is that the newest one? I believe so. Yeah. The one, no. How far have you gotten into it? Two or three episodes, I believe. So not that far. But that's enough for uh, the new character? Mm, Soldier like, Boy. Uh, no. Well, yes, but no. I He hasn't been on screen yet. No, just rumors. So right before. And, yeah, okay. I'm waiting for it. Yeah. I've uh, watched, I believe in two days, I watched most of Stranger Things season mm. four while working. That series somehow got degraded to a show that I can watch while working because I don't <laughs> care enough about it that I need to f- solely focus on it. But it has D&D. But it's still, it's still it good. Ha- it does have D&D and Vecna. It does, but like at this point, the Demogorgon is like, oh, another Demogorgon, cool, bye. <laughs> Demogorgon is a really, really powerful Big creature, issue, and it yeah. was in season one. Yeah. But now they're like, oh, throw away comments. Ah, telekinesis powers. They, they even have a comment about it that if the Mind Flayer is sort of the general, no, the overlord, I don't remember what they say, but the chief, the king, yeah, whatever. whatever. Then they say, then that means the Demogorgons are the foot soldiers. No. And, and Vecna is the four-star general. And I'm like... no. Opposite in the show, it makes sense because that's how they've put it up and made it. And you always have to have the new bad guy be the worst one. Yeah, but D and D lore says Vecna baddest, Mind Flayer slightly less bad, yeah, and Demogorgon yeah. slightly less bad again. Yeah, and that's very interesting because especially Mind Flayers are very common, and they're they're just another race that have no, not common. They're, they're common, common in the underworld and yeah, the underdark. There no. are many of them. No, not really. There, there are not that many mind flayers. No, not that many, but compared to like this one big creature in uh, the Upside Down in Stranger Things. Oh, you mean the Demogorgon? Big, no, the mind flayer. It's just one mind flayer. Oh, yeah. Which There's also, more than one. Yeah, mind flayers are sort of a... They're a hive mind creature. Yeah, if you f- if you find one mind flare, there is at least a couple of other ones yeah. and one uh, central brain, which I do not remember yeah. is what it's called. And Demogorgon has sort of in his name that he's a demi. He's a yeah. demi god. Partial. Yeah, he is a partial god. No, he's a partial gorgon. Partial partial deity. No, he is a deity or partial deity. Demogorgon. Yeah, yes, in the lore. Okay. Well, Vecna is Vecna. He's awesome. In D&D, is Vecna is a god as well, I believe. Yeah. God of Undead? Have you guys seen Stranger Things? No. No, no nothing. I'm probably... It's one of those shows that I try to start watching and it's like, nah. So I'm probably... If I watch it, it'll be when it's all finished. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good, but it's, as I say, it's been demoted to a... I can do something else while watching it. Hmm. Like, I can't do anything else while watching She-Hawk. Because I want to catch everything. I didn't need to see the twerking. That wasn't necessary. <laughs> it was nice, but it wasn't necessary. The behind the scenes uh, of that is even more funny. <laughs> because she's on a top of platform, so she gets higher and uh, in uh, <laughs> mo- mo- full mocap suit. <laughs> uh, so I've heard a lot of uh, complaints about She-Hulk. Oh. In that she transforms from a 
small woman into a large woman, large woman with larger proportions. Yeah, like that doesn't not, make she's, sense. She's not scaling up. Like her breasts are yeah. not scaling like the rest of her body. Yeah. She has cartoonic proportions. Yeah. Because it's a cartoon. Yeah. Well, not completely cartoony, but yeah. I do agree with Sindra yeah. that things do not scale no, no. like and they it should. Is the, but it to be fair, um, is it Bruce Banner? Yes. Yeah. He does also not scale he flat up. Definitely. Tiny, he, tiny head. <laughs> he has a tiny head and his body is almost as wide as he is tall. Yeah. Yes. But, so but he scales like more over-sexualized yeah. while he yeah. scales <gasps> wide boy. What the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> and that's sort of the complaint. And I, and I, and I, 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 I don't care that much myself, but I understand it. And I think that they could probably have been a little bit smart about it. Yeah. And I made agree. her like just scale her up, make her bigger, yeah, stronger, yeah. like make her, like make more her powerful, Hulk. not sexy. True. Yeah, more but, but then she'd be less comic accurate. Yeah, no, True. but th- that's fine. We can change how things looking. We do it all the time. Yeah. So well, look, Marvel for example, uh, good, even uh, yeah. Even but look, for example, at uh, WandaVision. Yeah, she's a lot more grounded in her look. In the end, she's pretty much a copy paste from the comics. Yeah, more like. not really. Yeah, the, looked, the costume uh, she uses. Uh, well, for, yes and no, but she they're removing the booby yeah. part. Yeah, and I believe in the comic book she wears a leotard. The yeah. In the show, in WandaVision, she uses the actual comic costume as a uh, Halloween Halloween costume. costume. Yes, and then she has a modified modern version. Yeah, yeah, and And the same thing happens in uh, She-Hulk because she doesn't wear uh, spandex like she does in comics. She wears Mm. a suit. Yes, yeah. But what I mean is that you can also change the proportions of certain things if you want to. Yes. Sure. To, to and, be and fair, I will say say something, which is not meaning I'm positive to what they did with She-Hulk, but sex sells, I know. Yeah, which is much. just That's, fact. And it might, might just be me, but I haven't seen She-Hulk as a sexualist show no. at all, even with the whole dating thing. As far as I know, a person that's called Stiggy... Uh when she hulked out, I went, ooh, big lady, and that's about it. Yeah. But the problem is that they're alienating a lot of the audience that they're yeah. themselves really trying to sell to mm. with She-Hulk because it's a very feminist show. I am in complete agreement with the scaling should have been done yeah. better. But, but also if you see sexualization in that show, you're looking for it. True. Hard. True. Yeah, but but, but that's the problem. They don't see the show yet. They yeah. see the images. Yeah. And that sort of stops them from even wanting to start the show because uh, another one of those. Yeah, yeah but then and if you do anything else, you'd have just as much complaints from any, everyone else. Everyone, yeah. you only hear the ones that have something to complain about. Yep. Yeah. But, and a lot but of other I people... don't feel like losing out on the weeps is really a big loss for anyone. No. no. But the same I think people. that's the fi- that's the best type of people you can alienate is the people who would uh, <laughs> sit and post to i saw some posts wet lord about and stuff like that it's just terrible talking about like this was actually a magic the gathering post with uh like these uh, throw pillows like large body-sized pillows of like uh, was, liliana uh, yeah, and uh, stuff like but that but also one of the men oh garuk probably no the, the forest the jace G- really yeah okay but he wasn't sexualized Th- these weren't sexualized these were just body pillows on one of yeah them. i understand and one of each one of liliana and one of jace mm-hmm. And all of the comments were, oh, I wonder how many people have cummed on that one. 
And that was like all the comments going down. And it's just... Mm. Yeah, go, go watch any media on Twitter or something. And that's the comments for everything. Yeah, I know. More or less. It's but like, that's why I'm saying I don't feel like it's a big loss to alienate these people. No, it's an, it's in the not same a way loss, that it's a mean. loss. Yeah, it's but it's also loss. like the least sexualized Marvel show ever. So, oh yeah. So if you, kinda, how far do you go to play, please everyone, and then you just lose everyone? The big mm. problem is there that is no big problem. <laughs> no, there is no big problem. There is a big problem since it does alienate a lot of people. It, yeah, but if you have like five comments from that that uh, has a problem with this one thing, that's not a problem. It, uh, That's a minor there issue. are mi- hundreds of controversies. There's a review bombing on She-Hulk. None of them has to, any to do, anything to do with the sexualization mm. because it's not a sexualized show. Very no, I know yeah. the show is not sexualized at all, not even a little bit. No, but it comes off that way if you haven't seen it and only see the no, images it doesn't of, uh, She-Hulk at all. If you only see the images posted, like if uh, so, if you took a still image of when she's twerking. And showed that to a, per, a person. Sure, but that, that would be that their view of it. That was not a promotion. No, 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 no. But I, you understand my point. If you take only that image and post it on the internet, you can argue in any way you want about it. Yeah, but, like you can do that with any image. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm not saying Shielk, the series, is sexualized. No, because it's, it's not. It's not at all. No one but saying that. anyone can go and make an argument with no grounds yeah, uh, on and, anything. Uh, I'm not talking about no. she specifically anymore. And if you're trying to make something that doesn't have any kind of those that imagery that somebody somewhere can have a complaint up, you don't have a show. Mm. Kind of. But there are some easy things that you can do. Yeah. Like not over-proportionize. Proportionize? That's a weird word. Yeah, but that you, then if you don't over-proportionize... Uh, uh, with a CGI character like that, you'd drop right into Uncanny Valley, and nobody nobody would watch because it would look ugly as fuck. Yeah, mm-hmm. but She-Hulk is already extremely uncanny all yeah. the time. Oh yeah, yeah. I but, watched the commercial, and the I don't commercial think, on YouTube. That yeah. shit looked horrible, and then I watched it on like proper yeah. resolution, and it's like, damn. Yeah, that's some good stuff. But if it would ha- not have have comic proportions, you'd still be that looks ugly as shit. Mm. Yeah, but possibly we cannot know. Yeah, and you, can, and you can take the comic proportions in something other than the breasts. No, you can. Uh, you can or eyes, face in general. Yeah, you can cartoonize it. Yeah, yeah, but then just uh, still, uh, you end up looking like a cartoon. Oh yeah, true. So there's limits, and yeah, there's not scaled. But I've never even thought about her having huge. That's in that show because I wouldn't even say that she does have huge. Yeah, and she's even. Do you in know what? Pants I vote that over. we can discuss something yeah. else because we've become yeah. a podcast that's discussing discussing She Hulk's proportions. <laughs> Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about nerds, baby. baby. So, Arian, have you been doing something particularly nerdy of late? Well, I watched the two new big fantasy shows. Oh yeah, I watched the Rings of Power oh, and yeah. the House of Dragon. Yeah. I, I don't care. Neither no. of them. Only, uh, only uh, Rings of Power. Yeah. yeah. Have you, you haven't seen House of Dragon? No. It's surprisingly good. I didn't like Game of Thrones. Yeah. It, it's not made by those. No, there's no same people. Good. What I, is? I don't want to see it, anything uh, else not? they make no. again. Ooh, it feels anyway. more like just a fantasy show set in the same setting. Oh. Because I the, might have to check it out then. I, I realized in the end of Game of Thrones that the guys who made it can't write. 
Yeah. <laughs> they can't direct something that someone else has written. They can't they can, adapt. They can't make their own shit. Oh. Because as soon as they went off sort of the script that George R. R. Martin and yeah had, had written, it's just like boom. Yeah. <whistles> Shitty. And that just tells me that I'm never gonna watch anything they originally make. Hmm. Fair. Yeah, and they finished the uh, Game of Thrones extra quick so they can could go work on Star Wars and then that fell through. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh uh-huh, get wrecked. Well what did you think of uh House of the Dragon and some of you. I haven't seen it. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen, seen either of them. Because You're the only one here who has uh, seen I haven't it. had time. I have Rings of Power, have you yeah. seen that one? My computer is still in pieces. Yeah. Why? My That's TV. the first uh, thing you set up? No, yes. because I haven't had yes. time to use it. <laughs> I could have set it up, but I wouldn't have had time to use it. That's true. And I ended up using the room that I'm going to put it up in as a sort of like halfway home for the cats when they move in because they need a small, safe space. Mm. Mm. No, you throw them into the woods. No. <laughs> uh, anyway, I didn't see it, uh, but I'm really looking forward to it. I, I'm yeah. not as stoked about uh, Lord of the Rings uh, because I believe it's going to be good. I uh, had no hopes for Rings of Power. I had hopes, but I had very low expectations. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I now have hopes. <laughs> yes, good. same. What about... Uh, I... I don't know how much I'll talk about it, but you said something to me about a character, the stranger being hinted. Yeah, yeah, the stranger. I'm not certain it might be him. Oh, I think it's definitely them. Oh, it's a, it's a very good probability. I I think they're, it's not guaranteed. I think they're trying too hard to make you think it is. So I think it's not. Mm. My theory is that, that is it's my a rug. Yeah, that's cool. Good idea. Uh, for two, uh, this is going to be spoilers, uh, but vague spoilers. Uh, in uh, at the beginning with Caladriel, when they're in this uh, in the uh, fortress uh, yeah. uh, with the magic, uh, they mentioned that the torches don't give off heat, oh, yeah. and they comment that it's because there's so much evil. Mm-hmm. Then when the Harfoot falls into the crater, that the stranger no heat, yes, no heat, and when he Good point. Uh, Wakes up and starts screaming. All the fire from the crater disappears. No, yes. it absorbs into the yeah. stranger. <coughs> then when it likes, it comes back out. That's a very good theory. Yeah. I like it. Cool. I saw some images, or not images, I saw, I saw a video of, what's it called again? The underground with the dwarves. The you mountain? Know, the same place that uh, Gandalf and the hobbits and everyone went through before he fought the Balrog. Oh, um... Casa Doom. Yeah. Yeah, but not in the. What, what is it called later when they show up in Lord of the Rings? It's Moria. Mm, yeah. Mines of Moria. Or Casa Doom. Yeah, it's the same place. Yeah. Same place. Just, it, it just Casa Doom. Sounds more awesome. It looks insane, yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, it looks. The only, awesome. only problem for right now I have with Rings of Power is that they didn't spend that money on Oil of Time. Yeah, same. I am also sad about that. But, but that's understandable. What, yeah. what I find very interesting is I've seen a lot of the sets, set pieces for the show. Yeah. And it looks insane. Oh, it's insane. Uh, but I also read a post by Neil Gaiman about the um, Sandman show. Yeah. yeah. And that it was not sure if there would be a second season because of the insane costs of that show. Yeah. Oh, no. It's too expensive. <laughs> uh, but he also recently. But, but where posted... does that money go in that show? Oh. Compared to something like 
like Lord of the Rings and uh, Game, uh, yeah, Game of Thrones and stuff like that because it's most of the show seems to be like in a back alley or in a ha- or in one there, house. There's a lot of CGI. Yeah, it's it, it's mostly in sound stages, but uh, yeah. it's the CGI in post production. Yeah. And, and you have a few. I don't know if they're expensive though, but you have a few famous actors. Yeah, but they are mostly British, so it's like they have nothing they to don't do. Get paid. So. Yeah. But but it's all relative. Like some of the most expensive shows to make are the sitcoms. Yeah, they start off cheap and then they get expensive. And then they have to pay the actors. The actors exactly. become expensive. Yeah, uh, and a lot of fantasy shows they just start off a lot more expensive, but still increase as the actors get more famous. Yeah. yeah. So the Sandman probably has to pay a lot of money to their actors now. Maybe. Probably. At least the recurring ones. But to be fair, all the recurring ones are new actors mostly. Yeah. yeah. And say for example the Sandman, he can he can demand a lot of money to re- oh, return. Yeah. yeah, because he is now iconic for that show. They yeah. can make it without him. Yeah. But at the same time, they can. Well, he does look like Sandman from the comic, though. Yeah. But yeah. technically speaking, they can replace him and say that oh, Dream changes faces sometimes. Of course, yeah, they but can. But he looks w- so much like Sandman, yeah. and they would lose so much hype. Yeah, true. For yeah. watching the second season. But also, like, how expensive versus if they want to make a new season depends entirely on how many people watch it. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, just by being Lord of the Rings, will have a bigger audience than Sandman. Yeah. Probably is, unfortunately. But that's why you have, like, Marvel is doing with, like, seven movie contracts before they're even famous. Yeah, they, yeah, mm. but they don't, don't do that anymore. They don't? No. Cool. They stopped doing that. Good. Because uh, uh, just to have more flexibility. Yeah. 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 And uh, I think they struggled a lot with getting more famous people. Yeah, and they also ended up using up a lot of those appearances on, well, they would have at least in, the, in this phase, on small cameo roles. So uh, when Captain America showed up in Thor Dark World, that counted as, as one of his movies. And he wasn't even there. He didn't film a scene for it. They did it all in post. Yeah. Oh. But it's still like counted as an appearance. <laughs> as an, uh, and so they paid him almost like it was a movie and all that. Oh my God. Yeah. So now they can have more flexible, like this is a cameo contract, this is a movie contract. It, this that is would a be TV like contract. me coming on here and like in 50 years, it's like, hello. And then I leave again and, <laughs> yeah. and I get a million dollars. Exactly. Same. Oh my God. <laughs> I would love to have that job. So it's better for the studio, but also much better for the actors. Very true. Yeah. So have we done anything not nerdy? TV related? That's also nerdy. Yeah. I'm in the process of setting up a 3.5 D&D game. Yeah. That's nerdy. Yeah. I printed out those character sheets. That was a nostalgic experience. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, when we were making characters, I was like, ah, yes, I remember under half of this. Yeah. (laughs) I remember, like, monster stats and, like, classes and stuff, but I've lost, like, 60 or 70% of my memory of the game because I haven't played it in, like, probably, like, six years or something. I haven't played 3.5 since we made the table to play it on. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. We I, made a custom uh, board gaming slash RPG table. Yeah, Ooh. like uh, uh, shelves that you could pull out. Yeah. Folders you have it still? No. It, uh, got, it, it got ruined by flood. 
Oh. When my apartment flooded. But oh. I might make a new one now that, that I have a good yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. We actually converted a dining table that we had from before mm-hmm. and turned it into this monstrosity of a table. And it was so <laughs> heavy because it still had the original, like, chunky frame. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we put a lot of wood on top of that again. Oof. <laughs> but it had, like, a felt... Uh, it worked. Mm. But it looked like it was very it was functional and not, and not elegant. Yeah, we never, f- <laughs> which is most of its purpose, though. Yeah. Yes, we never properly finished it. Yeah, oh, so it's just raw wood. Yeah, and we were sanding it in the living room. <laughs> that that sounds like young people idiocy. Yeah, we didn't have any where else uh, we could have taken it down in the basement. Actually. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. By the way, it reminded me. If anyone listening haven't watched the mov- movie Idiocracy. Oh yeah, oh, you good. really, really should. Uh, yep. uh, I like the comment from the creator, writer, and director of that uh, movie that is um, because it kind of failed and have become yeah, more popular. Kind of. Uh, but he's kind of ashamed that bec- the reason that it's becoming so popular is because it's turning more and more into a documentary. Yep, that is why I'm recommending it. It's uh, important to watch it. Yeah, it will be history soon. I'm so old. <laughs> in either this uh, or in either the next episode or the one after that I want us to talk about immortality oh yeah mm, and yeah. before we I do understand. so I want you two to come to my place and watch a movie The Man from Earth The Man from Earth my favorite movie I haven't movie. watched that my one my favorite movie <laughs> I've I don't think you're gonna like it most people don't <laughs> I think, is I think it, it's it's is like it, it the horrible horrible truth about immortality no, no. It's just a group of friends. Don't, don't say too much. Sitting in a living room talking. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see it okay. and then we'll talk about it. And yeah, we'll talk about immortality in general. Yeah, sounds good to me. Can't wait! Can't wait! I can wait, but uh, do I we look forward to it. both or just the good one? I think. Well, if you, if there's a good one and a bad one, it's I don't. Not, want it's not. It's not bad, but it's they're, just they're not both as good. They're both indie movies, and one was made ten years later. Oh. Yeah, so and it, the old one is the good one. And the old one was written by a Star Trek writer who died just before the uh, movie premiered. Oh, it's it's not terrible, but it's not as good as the original. Yeah, it hasn't doesn't have as good writing. Well, okay, let's yeah. see the original then. Yeah, yeah, and if we have time and we're bored, yeah, let's watch the sequel. Yep, maybe we'll see. Anyway, Oyan. As you have taken Kenneth's place yet again, yeah, and will hopefully continue to do so. Do I'm stuck and I can't get out. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a move re- movie <laughs> review for us? Yes. Uh, so this is going to be very relevant to the theme I'm trying to do that that we're going to be talking about. Um, so you have to. Th- we haven't even mentioned the theme yet. No. Nope. So you have. This might be a teaser. Um, and since the, the last one was very easy and i'm trying to figure out how difficult it should be this one will probably be too difficult sweet but the title is an insult to intelligence oh uh, no mm. wait movie oh <laughs> this movie is plain stupid no computer screens do not explode they implode a knife falling from a 50 centimeter height cannot acquire enough energy to pierce your chest and I don't think the professor of French stored a tank of gasoline in her house, which could explain the sudden explosion of the house. I could continue for a long time uh, the list of nonsense present in this movie. 
I wasted my time and my money. I want a refund and a compensation for one wasted Saturday evening. One of the Final Destination movies? Damn it. <laughs> I haven't watched any of them, but I know the name. I have. I don't remember what happens in but them, it's, but it, that's it, what I was thinking as well. The reason for me guessing that is because the Final Destination movie series, whatever you want to call it, is essentially a series of unlikely deaths. Yep. And those sounded like unlikely deaths. <laughs> Things that shouldn't be possible, but it's possible. No, some of no, them no, are possible. Ab- absolutely yeah. possible. Yeah, some of them are very possible. But a lot Death of them is are just not nudging possible. them away. Uh, yeah. yeah. Increasing the like, like, uh, yeah. likelihood. Yeah, it's the first one. Yeah. The, the, I, I haven't watched any of them, and I still get I guess yeah. that. Oh, one. they're good. You should watch them. Uh, yeah. They're even rebooting. We, we might watch them in Sindri's uh, new house. Yeah. So I, at least I, one of I them. I do think I remember sort of what the solution to those movies are. How, mm. how you win how you yeah. defeat death to be fair that would probably have been a difficult one in some way but for some reason <laughs> yeah. my mind just went this sounds like final destination i just that's loved how the first movie starts with the that's the highway one isn't it uh, no the first one is the plane one plane one yeah highway is the, highway yeah. is the second one though. what's the concept again they all have a traumatic like near-death no, no, experience no, no. and uh, then one person in a plane or in a uh on a highway mm-hmm. as a vision going forward in time seeing what will happen and then yeah. he, tries oh, to he, he sees the plane uh, blow up and mm. all the people die yeah and then the second one she sees the highway sort yeah. of have and, a and chain he, collision and he, and he warns them uh, so they don't get on the plane the plane still crashes oh. they survive uh, but, but they, they were supposed to die and then yeah. so they start dying in the exact order they would have died if the plane had crashed and final destination is death. Yes. Yeah. Very good movies. Well, the uh, first one is really good. And as they do with all horror franchises, they descend in quality, but they get campy fun at the end. Oh. So more so, more at the end and less more and more like super unlikely. But they're all fun. I would yeah. recommend everyone. There are what, five now? Yeah. I like that as it's Final Destination, Final Destination Two, Final Destination Three. The Final Destination. Final Destination <laughs> 5. Yeah, the the Final Destination was supposed to be the final Final Destination. Mm. It, like that's ever going to In a series like that, you uh, should never no. do that. Well, that's probably the worst movie. It's like no. Scary Movie 1, Scary Movie 2, The Scary Movie, Scary Movie 4. And it's like, what? What happened? I just think I watched the two first one. I don't probably. think I watched these three. I haven't watched any of them. That's pretty good. Pretty mm. Cool. My only real experience with uh, Splatter Horror or whatever you want to call it is uh, Evil Dead. Of course it is. Mm. Good movie. Yeah. Would you characterize well, this as Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like the framework for every Splatter movie kind yeah. of. What? No, I'm just that they're calling it horror. I, I understand. Yeah, it's, but it's horror. I feel like it's it more is? just gore. It's not horror. Yeah, I would agree. Because there, it's essentially a slasher uh, franchise without but, a person. But slasher being the concept of death, kind of death, uh, which well, it, the concept is destined death. Yes. Wouldn't it be? Yes. Yeah. Mm. So death is the killer. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like it's like having a movie where you know that there's a guy on any open street that might just stab you. Yeah. But you don't know when he's coming. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I, f- I don't feel like that's horror as much as just 
gory and yeah no no it's definitely there's a, a there was a not a podcast but a youtube show when they asked the question for one million dollars would you have a snail that if it touched you you would die and it always comes to you a snail would you take one million dollars but for the rest of your life you have a snail that no. follows you and if it touches you you die i would not I would probably, uh, and I would live on a houseboat. <laughs> <laughs> Or just in a and then the mine. first time you visit another boat, the snail enters your boat. No, the, you do not know where the snail is. Snails are smart. No, especially this snail that can somehow. If track it, it, you. it depends on what kind of snail it is, because it's uh, because if it's a common house gone snail. Then if you live on the ocean, it can't get to you because snails don't handle salt. I'm on just uh, move to the International Space Station. Yeah, that would also <laughs> work. And then the next time someone comes to the International Space Station, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they brought snails for experiment. <laughs> This is the problem with the question because right. the snail is never defined as an ordinary snail. Oh. Yeah. And you do say it always gets to you. Yeah. Mm. So it somehow always gets to you. Yeah. Just like Final Destination. Yeah. Like a seagull picks it up and drops it on your boat. Exactly. Like, uh, say, Final Destination, if you were one of those survivors and mm. you were sitting at the opposite side of this table with mm. me, that camera that we have in the roof would have fallen down, hit you in the face, broken your nose. And no, gone into my no, brain. No, it wouldn't. It would have hit the ladder, which then yeah. would have knocked yeah. on yeah. the light, which then would have hit the chair, which flew into the air and then landed on you. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I think I think one of the the wall uh, wooden wall boards would have loosened, hit the... The light standing there, and it would have tipped over and hit me in the head and it electrocuted me. Yeah, or something. Like something that. like that. Now that would have just knocked you slightly unconscious, but you would wake. What you would wake up later to see the table is burning. Yeah, possibly. And the door is locked. Yeah. yeah, you left me and locked me inside. Full circle. And yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, a Rube Goldberg uh, series of events. Mm. And if it was you two, that lamp behind you would fall down and wrap around uh, Orian's neck and strangle him in some way, I think. Yeah. But it's very interesting how sort of like it has a premise that death is actually like you cheated an, an, me. Yeah. An yeah. entity in such a way. Everyone yeah. who's supposed to die has to die. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting. Except if you're immortal. Yeah. But what happens if you do die and then you're resurrected as in cpr yeah it <sighs> i enjoy the question because it, yeah. depending on multiple fant uh, fantasy options some of them are that uh, uh if you get resuscitated by cpr you weren't supposed to die yet which is why you did get cpr to survive yeah but but in this scenario you've already missed the plane and then you die And then we if you kill you, and back. then we bring you back. Then you would death then continue. Yeah. You? But in I, Final Destination, you wouldn't die like that. You'd be decapitated. Yeah. yeah. You, there would no, be no uh, way to no get way you back. back. No, but I mean, like we uh, manually kill you. We kill you. Oh yeah. We yeah. don't let death kill so you. So like you stand you. there with the uh, uh, the electric paddles and just yeah. go, and you go, and, and then, then we bring you back, and then bring you back. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember they they tried something like that. I think they did because that's not the solution to it. No. That it would isn't. be too easy for the movies. Yes. Yeah. That would be a far too logical solution. Yeah. But I know a few like type style fantasy universes and stuff like where that would count. Buffy. 
Buffy Woods. Yeah, Buffy Woods count. She dies. Another Slayer. She comes back. We now have two. Yes. Uh oh. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. And then they have multiple. And I kind of like the second one better. Uh, she's too gullible. Yeah. But she's very like. Bamf. Yeah. She, the actor. Yeah. I remember. Oh, I don't remember her anymore. What, the second one or yeah. the first one? The second one. She did. She's done some cool projects later. Dollhouse. No, she did. Dollhouse, yeah. That's the one. Oh, that second one. I was thinking of the black woman. True Calling. Oh, no. I don't, I can't She's been a, in a couple of things amongst other dollhouse, I believe it's called. Yes. Which is, That's what he said. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear that. I had heard something else. But yeah, she's been in, in a couple of things. Elisa Dashko. Hmm. And the first one is Sarah Michelle Gillard. Yeah. Yep. She, for some reason, got even more famous by being in... Scream? Yeah, but... Amongst other things. No, she was in like... Bad, bad instinct she was like mm. horny teen woman something Sorry. I don't remember I didn't yeah. watch the movie particularly so just, just like you but I'm not a teenager anyway <laughs> did you guys see the uh, special episode of uh, Sandman I only have yes. the, I've only seen the first episode the cat one is there a second one or do you mean the first episode the first episode, the episode. Cis, or the, the very first series. episode yes what oh damn why? Because I've, ha- I've had other things to see. Oh, So now we're going to spoil everything. Yes. Yeah, that's okay. I've read the comics. Yeah, Me as well. So in the special episodes, you had a cat one. I don't care about that one today. It was nice. It was nice. It was fun. David Tennant's in it. Yeah, but not <laughs> justified. <laughs> oh, you guys I, were I, expecting I, I ha- so much. Yeah, I had to go into the, uh, the MDB page. MDB page. And check who his character was because I couldn't <laughs> recognize who he was. You didn't recognize the voice? No. Mm. He is speaking properly Scottish in that one. Yeah. But I, I noticed right away. I did not. I love that voice. Of course you do. You're a fanboy. Yeah. I uh, am also he, he a fanboy, but I, not, not that hard. Yeah, but I didn't recognize him, <laughs> which so makes it bad. In the first of these special episodes, there is it's animated and it has a lot of cats. It's, it's all about cats. Mm. But in the start, you do have a couple of humans. And the owner of one of these kittens is David Tennant, mm. who's voicing a character who's, who you only ever see the feet. shadow of, or the feet of. The feet oh. and I believe the hands. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, as he's carrying the kitten. Yeah. yeah. It's, a good, it's a good episode. Yeah. But I feel they did David Tennant dirty. Yeah. But the second one is about the muse. What? The muse. Oh, was there a secondary? Oh, that one, yes. Yeah. After that's a really good episode. Finished. Yeah, it's very And that's, good. yeah, both are from the comic, though. Yeah. The special episodes, I mean. Yeah. But the Muse one was... But, but this one nice. has... Uh, no, is, is it this one? No. Hmm? No. It's, it's, hey, it's good. Come on. No. I know you can. No. It's very good. I'm not going to say too much about it. Yeah. Because it's very new still. It yeah. just came out True. a few days before the last step. Highly recommend it, though. But in the Sandman, especially in one of the last episodes, I believe it is the very last non-special episode. This one is, but I mean, in the general episodes, in episode like I think it's five or six, mm. we have a very nice episode with death. Yes, 
where death has a That's your favorite character, isn't it? Mine? Yeah. No, I think oh. I prefer Sandman slightly more, but death is one of my top of that series. But actually, I've gotten higher and higher expectations from uh, Lust so far for the, for that particular series. Cool. But I do very much enjoy death personified in series and movies. Yeah. I think uh, Final Destination is a little bit too disembodied for me to enjoy the character of death. Yeah, yeah of course. There's no actual personified death. There. Yeah. Uh, but I think my favorite character in Sandman is Jenna Louise Coleman. <laughs> Qua? It has to be someone for Doctor Who, or otherwise <laughs> it doesn't count. Oh, you mean the actress, <laughs> Jenna Louise Coleman. Yeah. So you mean Constantine? Yes, Joanna. Ah, she's playing Constantine. Yes. That's cool. Yeah, she is. Very cool. Cool. Yeah. Gender-bent Constantine. Yes, very much. Well, not that much so, but yes, gender-bent Constantine. Yeah. Um, she does the role very well. Yeah, she does. And it's very interesting. Cool. She's an amazing actress. She is. True. She played Victoria. Victoria. Yes, Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria. Oh, yeah. In the series. Victoria. I haven't watched it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I really... The personification in, of death in this particular series, which is Sandman, um, now played by a black woman. Cool. Uh, in the comic book, uh, she is exceptionally white. Yeah. And I have I have to point out, I love it. A pale goth girl. Yeah, very pale goth girl. <laughs> but she's bubbly. Her yeah, personality yeah. is bubbly. Very yeah. much so. And in the comic book and in the series... It's such a nice break from what's typical yeah. for death personified. Yeah. Is it your favorite uh, personification of death in no. media? No. My favorite one is still Discworld ah. Death. Mm. I haven't read this. He is an anthropomorphic personification of death. How about uh, Bill and Ted's? <laughs> I don't remember Death and Bill and Ted. <laughs> I think I have. He's a, a major I've, character in this. Yeah, thing. I think I've, I've watched. Half of one of the Bill and Ted oh. movies. I barely remember Bill and Ted. I need to rewatch before watching new one. New one. Mm. Yeah, they're so good. But no, I don't. Remember yeah, that. the the ones that spring to mind, like personified death, is Discworld and the Sandman, obviously, and one more, but I can't recall it right now. Marvel Comics. Yeah, but that one I haven't read enough for her no. to be like memorable for me. She hopefully shows up soon. Probably. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. I really like the Sandman one just because of the like happy approach to death. Yeah. How like, yeah. oh, you're my new friend. Come with me. Style. Death in Sandman, if you haven't watched the series, this will not be a spoiler as such. Death in Sandman is the kind death. Yeah. Not the brutal or the cold-hearted just the kind death. A friend at the end of the road. Mm. Which is a very nice yeah, death. Absolutely. Uh in Discworld, death is work, essentially. Yeah. It's your time now. Sorry. Very British death, <laughs> actually, when I think about it. And you recently watched uh, Dead Like Me, which is not yes. and that's per also, se, yeah. but it's Grim Reapers. It, it, it is a personification of death. Yeah. But and that's very much it, a job. Yeah, yeah, that's very much a job. But it's not a personification of death. It's a personification of reaping. Yeah, which is slightly different. But I do enjoy it very much. 
and it, there it's very much a job where they go like snip and like what what am i supposed to do you're dead now it's not it, i'm going bye <laughs> <laughs> which i do like yeah but it's more the representation of reapers yeah instead of the representation of death the concept i really enjoyed the original death in supernatural you've seen that oh yeah the old man with the ring Mm. i really like that character yeah that one was good and just when he realized that he he was finished yeah sure oh nice yeah break time and then in new death i really never never cared much for Mm. she was like she was just angry at the brothers all the time and showed up to tell them that she hates them because they don't follow her rules yeah and then, okay, bye. But yeah, I like the older one, the skinny, older, yeah. wears a suit, has a ring and yeah. a walking cane, I believe. Yeah. yeah, And everything is just a matter of fact. Yeah, it's like, mm. yes, hello. Ah, yeah. uh, your brother lost his soul. Oh, well. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Couldn't care yeah. less. Yeah. I like that one. That's actually kind of remis- uh, reminiscent of uh, the Discworld one. Every, uh, because... <laughs> The Discworld one is literally the person, like, he is yeah. death. And in the same as in Supernatural, when everything stops existing, and I mean everything, he will stop existing. existing. But he has perfect memory. Well, a unique memory, actually, which is he can remember the past and the future. Yeah. So everything that will happen, he already remembers. Mm. Which is strange, because it's also it's also a tip of the hat to predestination because he can't do anything about it because death is predestined. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. I just like that we just talked about immortality. That we're going to watch movies and talk about immortality, and now we're talking about death. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that made me think of the Sandman again mm-hmm. with the uh, death, the character there. Yep. And this uh, the the friend of Dream. The guy he makes immortal, or at least live. Oh yeah, that uh, the I think it was like eleventh or thirteenth century man. Yeah, that he made immortal. Yeah, I would just like to have a conversation between death and this guy after one like, one full episode. Yeah, after mm. a long time has passed, yeah. longer than already, like yeah. say seven eight hundred more years. Not like at the point where we're seeing but that him, that person that he made immortal is such an enjoyer of life. It's like, but it did lose it at one point. Yeah, but it was just slightly. Yeah. Um, so if you've read the comic books, mm. there's a person that death made essentially a bet, bet with dream. Uh, that if someone was not allowed to die, they would eventually hate life sufficiently to ask for death. Mm. And this person is shown in the TV series. They meet every one of and years. I enjoy that character. Not, I like the part that he's in, immortal, but the thing I like about him is he is such a typical, like, like stereotypical human. It's like, oh, we had the Black Plague some time ago, but that was fine. Now I'm making money. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? My entire family died, but I'm rich now. I really want to pick up that discussion yeah. on our immortality episode. Oh, we yeah, got to do that. Yeah. And our feelings around that and what... I think I've stated it before, means. but 
I'd happily do it again. Yeah. Yep. But oh yeah. Now yes. that we've talked about death for so long. Death. <sighs> do you have a quiz for us about death? Oh yes. Very much so. Do yes, you have death. buzzers? Death. Huh. Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> I can't I was about to go bong, but I've done that one before. Yeah. Like the dead tolling of the dead. Okay, yeah. <sighs> like a zombie. All right. So, question number one. In Marvel Comics, death is in a love triangle with which two characters? <sighs> oh, wow. It's Deadpool and... Problem is, I don't remember the other one, which is a purple man that uses a gauntlet for power with five stones that I can't remember the name of right now. I feel this is unfair because I can't remember <laughs> names, so I'm rambling, but I feel I get that point. That's fair. <laughs> yes. Death. Of course. Deadpool and Thanos. Her husband. Thanos, yes. Her, her husband. <laughs> yeah, her husband, but she loves Deadpool and she's ha- married to Thanos. And Thanos loves death. Yeah. And I remember the exact character, not his name. Yeah. Thanos. Alright. So that's one point forward. The inevitable. In DC Comics, what symbol does Death wear as a necklace? <sighs> oh, Is it the Ankh? Yes. So an Egyp- uh, Egyptian symbol for afterlife, I believe? Afterlife, immortality, yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's a circle and the cross, essentially. Yes. Nice. Alright. I don't so, know comics. No, then you'll like this one. In Supernatural. Oh. Who killed Death? I don't remember. It's been so long. It's been a long time. Without you, my friend. Death. Yeah, who killed Death? Death. I'm going to make a guess. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Yes, Dean. Oh, Dean. Okay. Yes, Jensen Ackles did in fact kill Death. Oh. I was pretty sure it was Dean. I was about I to say God. Right, but so I, that, so I hate answering if I'm not if I'm not a hundred percent sure that my answer is correct. Oh no, I make yeah. yeses. Of course, then that's why he wins. Yeah, I know. Uh, so that's two one. Yeah. Uh, this one, uh, I don't know who's going to get, but in Bill and, Bill and Ted, <laughs> what games do they play against Death in order to escape from Hell? Over. <sighs> Chess. Oh, is it multiple? You just need to name one of one, two, three, four, four. One of four. Uh, Then I'll guess chess. No. Uh, Ping pong? Sindre? Do you have a guess? Yes? I have no idea. Tennis? No. They (sighs) pick... What's it called? The uh, bumper table? Pong? No, not Pong. Uh, b- flippers. Flippers. No. They played Battleship, Clue, Electric Football, and lastly, Twister. <laughs> of course. I don't remember. All the drunk <laughs> games. <laughs> it's been so long. Oh, all the stoner games. All right. So if Sindley gets this last one, is a tie. In Discworld, what is the name of Death's Horse? <sighs> Over. Pinky! Yes. Very good yes, horse. I get this one. I haven't read <laughs> It's this a fantastic world. horse. It can travel through time and space. I haven't read this world. I have barely read comics. Mm. I've watched uh, a couple of mm, movies uh, and small uh, series. Uh, I 
highly recommend uh, Word Sisters, obviously. Yeah. But I also recommend, um, you can find it on YouTube, uh, Soul Music, I believe it's called. It's a small homage to rock, Brit- British rock mostly. Mm. Um, yeah, good animated movies. Typical British animation. And you have some real-life ones, which include the actor who also plays Frost, uh, the detective series. The actor, I don't remember his name. But uh, you have... He's he's playing the character of Rincewind, which is the worst wizard of this world. He is completely and utterly incompetent at being a wizard. But in The Color of Magic, you have a good boy as a guest actor. Which is Frodo's friend. Sam Frodo has Gamgee. He is the actor which plays a tourist to the city of Ankmopok. Cool. It's this world is a fantastic series. <laughs> yeah, very I British, wish they made British more humor, it. so yeah. I'm not surprised you enjoy it. Yes, I enjoy British humor. Yeah. Humor. I don't remember the actor's name now. Yeah, I have no idea. I usually know that name. Mm. I just remember barely his his Lord of the Rings name. Samwise Gamgee. I'll never leave you, Frodo. Frodo Baggins. Boil him, mash him, stick him in a stew. Mm. Potatoes. Stick him in a stew. Yes. Yeah, he's a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) He is the definition of a good boy. I really like uh, in Sandman and in Supernatural, Cain and Abel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Although in uh, Supernatural, you only ever have Cain. Yeah. Yes. Well, in Sandman, well, you have both. Of course you only have Cain. He killed Abel. Yeah. Yep. You actually, ha- you actually have Cain in uh, Lucifer, the series as well. Yeah, right. Mm. Which I feel is meh. It's a good uh, show I actually, if you don't think of it as a yeah, Sandman-related yeah. show. Yeah. Kane is but really good. There's really a movie good. I actually enjoyed a little bit, which is uh, He Never Died. It's a very niche movie. Um, I'll check it out later and you can maybe watch it. I liked it. It's not fantastic, but it it's okay. Is it about Kane Nable? No. What's it about? It's about a guy that doesn't die and oh. he eats people. All right. <laughs> it's a weird movie. Yeah. I like you know, weird movies. I really loved Kane in Supernatural. Mm. Really intense, really like like the fact that he has this mark that makes him kill people and it's not just like him. Yeah. Him being a murderer. Yeah. Yes. I was surprised when the actor that plays Kane showed up in Supernatural because I ever only saw him in Psych. So it's like this goofy cop from Psych shows up. Is that Kane? Like, yeah, and, and dark, brutal Because I, I think this is the part of Supernatural I haven't watched. Uh-huh. Because I fell off around like season six or yeah. seven. It's probably right before Kane. Yeah, yeah. then probably right before Kane. But it it, it's up? the main actor from Psych. No, it's the uh, cop, uh, the hard-nosed cop that he assists. The old dude. I don't remember. You'll have to show me. Yeah. yeah. But then, how different Kane is in uh, The Sandman? What do you mean? Just from Supernatural, he's a very, like, 
shut in, quiet guy, never barely talks, and if you he has like all the time angry issues. Yeah, but he is compelled by a magical tattoo to yeah. kill people. So, and then in the Sandman, you have these two goofy characters who just sometimes get angry and then kills. Yeah, and then he wakes up again. Which one? Uh, none of them. Was oh, it not psych? Yes. The white guy in the middle. Yeah. Damn it. Up, 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 a photo. Oh, that guy. Up, up, a photo on the YouTube video so people can see what we're talking I about. I see who you mean now. Yeah. I've seen him in some other things as well. But Yeah. And it is usually like everything I've seen him from before Supernatural was comedies. And then he suddenly yeah. said this super dark, broody, Okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, I think all I've seen him in Wasn't as well as just comedy stuff. Or sitcom comedy things. I was impressed with his range. Mm. Mm. Sadly, today I have to admit a mistake. Oh? Last episode we forgot to spin the wheel of games. Well, <gasps> I, you can blame me since I was uh, disrupting the natural flow of things. Yeah. Fair enough. It was a Fair on, it's all your fault. It, it was a very different episode, but it's it's my <laughs> responsibility, so it's it's my burden to bear. Okay. Yes. So after the episode we did roll the spin the wheel. Yes. And what game did we get? We got Zoro. Which I also didn't get to play. No, nope. nope. we played with Kenneth. Because you I will get to play next week yeah next game. time the game that we're playing after this the, the one that we're going to uh, yeah. spin for this time is the game that you will play with us yeah yeah wouldn't it be ironic if my first game was nemesis nemesis not nemesis Kenneth didn't don't get to play it but i do yep but i think uh, we should if we actually do draw nemesis i think we will make it a four-player game and <laughs> maybe have him with them yeah no he can just sit and watch Oh yeah, true, true. You can just <laughs> watch and not play. Yeah. But we should kick this off by talking about Sudo. Yeah. Uh, and, and luckily, this guy's played it at least like 15 times before. Yep. That's more than me. So, Ovar, you've played it the least. That means you get to talk about it last. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that means I have to start. What do you think of Sudo? But Sudo? I didn't play with you. I know. No, but you, you have played I, it. I, I don't know, know what rules you messed up. <laughs> we didn't mess up any rules on that one. We actually. probably didn't. Yeah. Uh it's definition of a filler game. Yeah. Uh very easy to bring. Uh it uh, works a lot better with more players. Yeah. Uh yes, you could technically play it with two, but then it's just a stalling until the end and then Yeah. Yeah. But if you have like seven people, it's really fun. I've only played it with four, I believe, yeah. at max. There's also almost no skill. It's just luck, basically. There's a little bit of skill in the end to plan where you're going at the yeah. very end if you're just a few people left. To live. And it's not completely filled already. Mm. But if you have seven people, there's just no skill. Because yeah, so it's just find the tile, that the one tile you have that doesn't end up with you dying and place that. Yeah. <laughs> I, so utter chaos yes so, I love it so yeah. when uh, we were playing me Kenneth Nova I was able to plan a little bit mm-hmm. that made me win the game but I was just like the two last bricks I yeah. was able to plan enough that I and I believe I believe it was Kenneth who screwed me over by placing a tile that made me die yeah 
And then when I met Kenneth, I placed one tile that made him return on his own path. That that was guaranteed on my next tile if mm. I had the right tile, and I did on my hand. So I applied my last two tiles correctly, and he ended up you and died and died. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, it, it's it's very much a filler game. It's a yeah. game that you can always have in your bag. Just. Yep, if you're waiting for the last person to show up for game night, just you play around or two with Sura. There is no setup, there is no nothing, it's just, you yeah. take it out of the box, you start playing. Mm. Hand out the t- some tiles, put the rest in the middle. What play. grade would you give it? Uh, well, if I ha- I'm going to follow your uh, rating thing, things, it would have to be always bring along, because you always bring it along. Yeah. But I'm not really a fan of filler games. Uh. I don't play... I I I would rather just go straight into the eight-hour marathon game. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but but this is not a game that you would bring to a twilight session, for example. No, but but then w- that would be a twilight session. Yes, yeah. pre yeah. pre-planned. Yeah, I know, but that means it's not an always bring along. But mm. but any session where you haven't planned uh, for Twilight Imperium, which is like yeah. every other time. So if, even if you've pl- planned for like a four-hour game. You bring it along just in case you play yeah. one before or after. Yeah. You you are pointing out the weakness in having always bring it along as a nine. <laughs> yeah, because it's not a nine. It makes sense, but it is always bring yeah. along. It makes sense to have always bring it along as a nine, but you also bring along these types of games. Yeah, yeah. My, um, we might have to change the scale slightly. Yeah, well, I, I, I would say that this always bring it along means that it's the game that you want to play, not just the game that you have in reserve. Mm. Yeah, so I bring it along specifically to play it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At that, that point, that, is, case, I guess that I also doesn't yeah. work. No. Because I would say that, yeah, we need to change the scale. Yeah. But a 10 is un, unachievable yeah. in no. my mind. No. 10 does not exist. You'll, you'll find your 10. No. Yes. I am a pessimist. 10 does not exist. Yeah, it does. No. If 10 does not exist, Nine is ten for you. No, nine is slightly below perfection, and perfection does not exist. But it's not supposed to be the ultimate unbeatable game. It's supposed to be the best game you know about. Yeah, yeah. That's the same with uh, school grades. I had a teacher say that uh, that never gave out sixes. Never. Then never gave out five is a six. Yeah, yeah, and and that's his point. So for you, a nine is a ten. Yeah, but there's a difference. Because there's a difference beti- between perfection and getting the highest grade. This is the highest grade. Yeah, it, it sort of means that 10 is sort of the game that all the other games you uh, rate aspires to be. So if there is no 10, then there's no game to aspire to. And then the 9 game is actually the best game, which all other games aspire to. And then 10 is just like yeah, the god th- that doesn't exist. Yes, exactly. Ten, 10 is the perfect but, but, angel that God made that but then we basically, for you, we basically need to say that one is stay away. Yeah. And because you just yeah, knock, out, just need knock to, down everything yeah. else. If there's no but anyway, so, so what, I, what I'm thinking about with all... To be fair, I ha- have been called a pessimist many a time. Yeah. So. But what I mean by always bring it along is, say, Elian invites us to mm. a board gaming night, but doesn't specify any games. Yes. The game that you would pick to bring. The one game. Every the one game. Time. No, the, the games. 
So, oh, so yeah, among so the games yeah. I would pick to bring along, Zuro would probably uh, would be yeah. one right. of them. So if you could bring one, this is one of the ones. Every single time you're invited to a board gaming night, yeah. is this a game you would bring along? That's why it's nine. Because or, you don't or, bring or, it. For yeah. me, it would be an 8.5 then, I think. Yeah. Because it, it's, I wouldn't bring it along every single time because then you get tired of it. Yeah. But I'm... I plan out such things, so... Yeah. It's like, if I own Battlestar Galactica in my personal collection, mm. I would bring it along every time someone invited me to a board gaming night. Every time? Every Until time. you got sick and tired of it? Depends if we're actually playing it, because we're not actually playing it. Uh. I bring it along because, please play with me. <laughs> every time. And sure, I might get tired of it. I might get tired of any games. True. But, that, but until that, I get tired that, of it, this but, is a 9 or 9.5 or but 10. Uh, Excusez-moi, but... That means I couldn't possibly give Twilight Imperium online because you'd never bring that along. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you'd want to. Twilight Imperium is <laughs> not even a 10 or 9. <laughs> it does ruin the scale because it's not a standard port game. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But if you could, you we would need bring to it rework the scale. But, but yeah, but the, the, the names are just fluffy. Yeah. It's the it best value. On a scale from anyway. 1 to 10, yes. ignoring the things. Yes. Yeah. Zero for me is probably 8.5. Yeah. I really, really like it. It's really simple and it's a fast in between game. And you, you can't really forget like that it also looks good. It does look very nice. Yeah. I would have preferred the, uh, the not the tiles, but the pieces be actual stone. Yeah. I would have enjoyed that. Yeah. There's also a Zero of the Seas uh, version. Have you played that? No, yeah. I have not. Yeah, oh, it, no, actually, I think I have, but long ago it's now. pretty much the same, but it adds rules, which for me it kind of ruins the game because yeah. it's supposed to be simple. Yeah. What's your grade? I, uh, seven. Seven. Personally, I'm struggling with this one because of the same things that you guys are saying. Mm. Because I wouldn't say that this game is as good as Pandemic, for example. Yeah. But I also want to set the same grade to it. Yeah, it's not as good, but you probably play it more often. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's on a scale of its own. Yeah. But I, I'm going to put it in at a blank, blank eight as a very good game. If yeah. you if you scale it on the scale of in-between games, yeah. how, how would it go? In-between games, it's probably a nine. Yeah. Because... If we're just rating it along with Love Letter and all the other... It depends entirely how many players you have. Yes, it does. Yeah, if we if we have only two players, no, I won't even play it. I'll suggest something else. Even with three, yeah. you, you need more. You three need a three was fine, mm. but it was slow and it has a slow start because yeah, exactly. If you could say limit the size of the board, it would probably maybe, or you can just do what I did, which is. Oh, Kenneth, you're starting up there. Hello, I'm coming the other way. Yeah, yeah we were all. I'm, I I and by go doing, for chaos, but. but by doing that, you just handed the victory to a single immediately when you're three. Yeah, but I just I just chose one randomly yeah, between yeah. them and just like hello. Okay, and before I forget, because I almost did, we need to roll for a new game. Yeah, spin, mm-hmm. spin the wheel. Not of nemesis. Game. Not wheel. nemesis. Not nemesis. Not nemesis. nemesis. <laughs> nemesis. Oh no, wait, nemesis. Kenneth can only watch. Nemesis. Kenneth can only watch. Nemesis. What was that? Down. Blood Rage. Cool. Blood Rage? I don't think I've played Blood that before. Rage. Which one is that again? Have you played Blood Rage before, Ryan? Uh, many times. Is many it good? Times. Is it Explain fun? it to uh, me so I can remember it. 
It's the Viking game in the uh, Seaman trilogy. Ragnarok. Oh, is the where you one area explodes every turn or the, something? The world shrinks every turn because it's being destroyed by Ragnarok. I've played that one before once or twice. I really yeah. like it. I don't think I've played it, but it sounds fun. But mm. It's the first game in that trilogy. So the first one is Norse mythology. The second one is Japanese mythology. And the third one is Egyptian mythology. What's the second one called? Uh, Rising Sun. Rising Sun. Right, that one I've seen. That one you have played. That have one you have played. Yes. Is that why I'm f- it looks... Uh... Rising Sun. Rising Sun. I feel like it looks like something I've played. And they call the Rising Sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've played Rising Sun. There's a trilogy with the same uh, designer uh, and the same artist and the same theming, but with different mechanics. Cool. Very cool. Okay. I am very much looking forward to try this game. Yeah, we we played it on stream, I believe. Did we play Rising Sun on stream? No, we stream. we played it. At oh yeah, we yeah. played it outside of stream. Yes. Okay, so I have, I have played it once. We okay. played the whole trilogy in yeah. one night. Oh, cool! We did. That I enjoyed them. Fun. Yes, it was fun. And we have yet again come to the end of an episode. If you enjoy what we're doing here, please like and subscribe. And if you're listening on YouTube, please hit the notification bell below to be alerted every time we upload a new video. Thank you all for listening, and have a magical day. Bye. Bye. Bye.